0: Hey
1: there, I'm Matt. I'm Jessie. And I'm Ivana. And we're a full-time RV family. A couple years ago, we sold everything and moved our family of three into an RV.
0: And that's been one of the best decisions we've ever made. However, it did come with a very steep learning curve.
1: So we're here to share our stories, tips, and tricks for living life on the road.
0: We're going to be talking about the good, the bad, and the black tank.
1: Ew, Daddy!
0: This is Recreational Recreational Variables. Why, it's a happy road that I'm Traveling on, I just can't help myself You got me singing out a happy song Since your sun came shining I know it won't be long Until your happy road is taking me home I'm not going to keep you out of it though Because I I, I need you as part of this
1: You want to squeeze me out of this already, I mean
0: Well... That might be too explicit for this uh,
1: podcast. (laughs) Good Uh, morning. Good morning.
0: Yeah, walking waffles again.
1: Yes. Up and at him. We're trying to get into the habit. Workout and waffles. Oh, sorry. Three W's. Yeah, I couldn't pass that up.
0: I like it. A web address: www. W.
1: Yes.
0: Yeah, but we're trying to get in the habit of getting up earlier. Yeah. How's that going?
1: Day three, Mm -hmm. six a.m. It's going. We're, I mean, we're getting up, so that's, that's an improvement.
0: I'm always up at five.
1: Well, good for you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Waking up at six is a struggle for me. Yeah. But it's a habit I want to have because I like to get things done earlier.
0: But you don't like waking up.
1: Right. Well, I mean, I'm just not a morning person. Spin the wheel. Okay. Spinning... All right, Hmm. moving day. Moving
0: day, and that is quite the timing for yes. a topic like this.
1: Yes, it is. How how fascinating!
0: That is so weird how that
1: how that happens. Just, yeah. Man, yeah, we are uh, so fortunate. We are moving tomorrow. Tomorrow morning, if all goes according to plan. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, we've as we've learned, sometimes our plans are not. Uh, Exactly as we'd like that we got we have to be flexible always.
0: Flexibility is good, like a Japanese teenage contortionist in the circus. Yeah. So I think the the topics that, that would be good to discuss when it comes to moving because everybody knows moving okay, you know, yeah, you gotta hitch up, yeah, you gotta you know, pull your stuff, make sure the chocks are removed, you know, and stuff like that. Although some people do forget a chalk every once in a while. But, yeah, you know, I mean, the, the, the typical stuff, make sure your tanks are but the, at a level you want them at. And the,
1: the thing is, though, you think it's simple. You think everybody knows. But even the most seasoned person at doing this can overlook a little thing and it can cause a big problem. And so that's why we use a checklist.
0: We do use a checklist. And, then- and- it's, it's also good to talk about the things that are easily overlooked and that checklist does come in handy. And And
1: we started with a checklist that was from, uh, the, the YouTube RVers keep your daydream. And then we've taken that checklist based on our RV and how we move and we've added to it and kind of made it our own. So, you know, it's important. You can, If you don't know where to start with a checklist, there's some good resources out there. And then definitely make it your own because there's certain things that we ended up having to add. But I'm glad for that checklist because when we haven't gone through it, because there's been a couple times, we inevitably forgot something. Yeah. Such as latching doors that like if you have any sliding doors, big sliding doors or that kind of thing. You got to latch them. There's usually little plastic latches that kind of button them shut. And uh, the one time that we, I think that oh, that was the thing that was the first time we moved and we were using someone else's checklist that wasn't on it because mm-hmm. their RV didn't have that kind of door. So we never, we never buttoned our door up. And then when we got to our destination, the door had come completely off the tracks. Thankfully it didn't break, but, yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, that was added to our checklist. Well, I think we
0: had a piece of styrofoam big enough that we could use for the door. <laughs> probably would have been sturdier. But I, I made up a little list of some exterior um, and interior things. Jesse focuses on the interior stuff, like tidying up everything, bringing down the the things on the shelves and making sure those are organized. I go around the outside and clean up all the stuff. Um and pack up the toy hauler, make sure everything's secure over there, because we do have our gym and office in the toy hauler. Mm-hmm. And so I like to handle all the nerdy, um, nerdy electronic things. Make sure those are stowed away properly. Yeah. Well, but and also I'll, go around and make sure the tires are inflated. And yeah, yeah. well,
1: because all all the stuff that we have outside ends up in the toy hauler as we travel. So yeah, and you're yeah. very you're very particular about. <laughs> how things get stowed away, Um, something like I will, I don't even try to step into that world because I know you'll just rearrange it. Uh, Well,
0: it's because I I, I worked at UPS for a few years loading loading planes. And so I'm very particular in the way that I do load my planes or, yeah you know my my stuff <laughs> so how about this let me go through the, li- the list i made is that, is that okay yeah and then it th- this will be pretty quick and then we can go through the checklist if there's anything okay different and you can definitely add on things, yeah i mean you know? a lot
1: of this yeah
0: so for the, for the exterior something that we've done once and it, it fortunately didn't get us into a whole lot of trouble but before you move drop down your tv antenna if your rv motorhome um you know has has a tv antenna make sure it's dropped down because that can add height our our rv is what 13.4 or something like that
1: Uh, i thought it was 13.6
0: okay 13.6 okay um well well, yeah um but even having that tv antenna extended a little bit can add additional height and you may run into trouble in a low clearance So.
1: Yep. And then, oh, and the thing about the TV antennas, um, a lot of people, a lot, I think new RVers, like don't realize even that they have an antenna or how to operate it, but it's like this little, this weird crank thing that's on the ceiling or the wall somewhere. And, you know, I've seen in some Facebook groups people taking pictures of them and being like, what? is this, you know? So, so yeah, it's usually, it looks like a a crank thing. Well, at least in ours does. I I don't know if that's Well, it's a crank
0: and a dial because you can pull the dial down from the ceiling and twist it. Oh really? I see. Yeah. yeah.
1: I did not know that. You would
0: pull that whole ring down and twist it and that would point the direction of the antenna and the crank would just raise it up. No, it's.
1: I did not know that.
0: It's like a transformer on the roof. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Um, door handles, you know, a lot of RVs have the door handles that, um, you kind of pull up and twist out, so you have a door handle when entering.
1: You're talking about the like the assistance handle, the one the, the handle that handle, keeps yeah. you. Okay, I I didn't. I wasn't getting that. I thought I thought you're talking about actual door handles. No, 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 no. But the the the, uh, the assistance, like like the guide handle to yeah, get you up the like stairs, like a stair railing
0: type of thing. Yeah, okay, yeah.
1: okay. I was thinking legit door handles and wondering where you were going with <laughs> this. <laughs>
0: No. so i'm I was trying to describe, but so we were on the border of Idaho and Wyoming, and we stopped to take pictures. I think maybe I took a leak out in the grass or something I don't know, but um, probably not because anyway, but um but I know we did get inside the the our rig when we were stopped there because we drove off, and the handle was extended yeah we we, we left that extended, and we're driving down the road, and there were some people at that rest stop too. Or not a rest stop, but at, at that dirt I thing. I
1: honestly don't remember the stop yeah, at Yeah, all. and and
0: they, they didn't say anything. They didn't be like, ah, wait, wait, wait. But, you know, they whatever. They probably
1: didn't see. I mean, it, it's really, we didn't see it. So how Well, until I'm driving down expect, the road, and I, I yeah. check
0: my mirror and I see this handle sticking out. Um, and along with the, with the handles, the stairs. We have never left our stairs out because the stairs, if you don't have the automatic stairs that when you open up the door, you know, they, they come out, you got to actually unfold them. Um, I've seen people driving down the road with their stairs extended, and I'm like, "Oh dear God, that's yeah. a disaster waiting to happen." Because yes. that adds a little bit of width, and if you're driving, if you have a big rig already and you're on the freeway, yeah, and you're already taking up that eight feet foot width, and then you got your stairs out.
1: Well, you you might lose your stairs, and they're, they're kind of important.
0: You know, we we were driving on the road, and we had like three feet of our siding. Hanging out over yeah. oncoming traffic on a two-lane road, yeah, that but was that, fun.
1: That had nothing to do with our checklists or any no nope. lack of prep. That was just bad luck. <laughs> that
0: that that was bad luck. Yeah, we we had to cut part of our side paneling off on the side of the road, and yeah. um, I forget in Utah or something. Yeah,
1: I think, we'll talk know. about those kind of mishaps. In oh another. yeah, no, definitely. Yeah. Just
0: teasing a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Tires. Make sure you grease the hubs. Um, if you don't know what that is, in the center of the tire, there's a little rubber covering. Or whatever you can take that off and put your grease gun in there and, and and grease them up. Um if you're getting your RV towed, the tow truck driver going to want to know when the last time was you greased your hubs. Um because it keeps everything lubricated in there and I don't know the scientific stuff. I've just been told do it do it about every year. Um I check them every 6 months. I just checked them yesterday. They looked fantastic. Um but also with tires, you know, make sure the tire pressure's up there. Um, um, on your rig and your tow vehicle.
1: Yeah. And just because your tire pressure was good when you got somewhere and you know, whether you're staying a week or month or whatever, um, you should still check it before you leave the day before you leave, at least just to be on the safe side. You never know if maybe you had a slow leak or, Mm -hmm. or something. So, you know, your tire pressure, it's, it's important. I mean, you really flat getting a flat, while you're traveling is really inconvenient and if you can avoid it by just being mindful about your tires then great
0: if you have to go to a discount tire or or a place like that have them check your tires for you let them know hey i am towing you know x amount of thousands of pounds um please inflate these Properly for for my ride, and honestly, that that's what I do.
1: But um, even the the tires on your rig too is what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, you no, know. no, the, those two yeah.
0: absolutely, absolutely. Doors, deadbolts, <laughs> lock your deadbolts. We didn't think we needed to. Well, we we just overlooked it, I guess. Yeah, you we, know, ne- we, we just never thought yeah, about it. A, it never occurred because to us. we we would close the door and then lock it from the outside and pull the handle. Okay, it's locked. Yeah. But um, no joke, we have pulled into a rest stop. When we came to a complete stop. I looked in my mirror and I watched my toy hauler door, not the gate, not the big eight foot gate, but the,
1: the side, the, entrance the side
0: door. entrance door swing open. And it happened to multiple times on that trip before yeah. we figured out, Oh wait, the we Deadpool. need to
1: deadbolt it. Well, cause we kept locking just the regular lock. We kept closing it, locking the regular lock. And then there was one, t- one of the time, like the second time I think that it happened, we closed it, we locked the regular lock and then we decided to pull on it and it pulled right open so then that's when it occurred to us, Oh, maybe we should try locking the deadbolt and see if that stops it and it does it did. We were so fortunate though we didn't lose anything because of the way that you meticulously packed the toy hauler like a UPS airplane, we didn't lose anything.
0: I don't mean to brag, but
1: <laughs> So I'm kinda good at what that that skill, I do. That's why I, that's why I don't even it's not even for like the you know The mental thing of you rearranging my stuff, I just don't, I don't, I leave it to you because I know you've got it under control. thank you. Yeah.
0: That's very sweet. See, we can be kind to each other. I I like that.
1: Yeah. I like
0: that. Um, Hitch, here's a little tip we got from RV driving school. This has never happened to us. However, we've heard this story. Um,
1: Yeah. We've seen YouTubers who had videos of it happening to them.
0: Well, not necessarily the pull test.
1: Well, they didn't do a pull test.
0: I'm not talking uh, about the pull test right
1: now. Oh, from the hitch. Yeah. Oh, sorry. I'm getting ahead because they both say hitch. And they I both saw say it, hitch. I saw yeah. that one first. Yeah. Sorry. I'm, I'm looking at our cheating notes. and.
0: Well, no, it's not our cheating. We make the notes after we spin I'm, the wheel. I'm skipping right?
1: ahead. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> really, really quickly write so, them.
0: So <laughs> <laughs> when you put your hitch in, in your truck, you got four strong pins that that connect the the mount if you will, of of your hitch to the truck, and so that you can remove it and take it out. I'm not talking about the rails that go in the truck. I'm talking about the things that go on top of the rails. It's connected by pins. And this guy from RV Driving School told us that there are some jerks in some places that will go remove those pins. Mm-hmm. And when you're driving down the road, if you hit a bump, those can actually come out of the grooves, and your whole hitch and fifth wheel can yeah become disconnected so one thing i do is i i'm always looking for those pins yeah. making count, sure those pins count are count the pins count the pins you put four of them in make sure there's still four of them yeah in there.
1: and do it don't do it the night before do it before you hitch up
0: yep yep and it just, get a second you set just of don't eyes.
1: you don't know if the night before it might be good and then some some jerk like you said might could come by and pull them thinking it's funny
0: and you know, one time I was putting the hitch in there, we, we were setting it up and, and we had our daughter with us yeah, and, right. and, and I said, all right, Hey, make sure, you know, dad did this right. because, you know, give her something to do whatever, make her feel good. And she's like, dad, this pin isn't in there. And I said, what are you talking about? I just put it in. She goes, no, it's not connected into the, yeah. one of the corners. And sure enough, I had slid it through the rail, but I didn't slide it through, yeah. um, they hitched to, so to actually mount it. Down. At the time, so,
1: she was, I think, eight. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. So even our eight-year-old daughter, she's got yep. an eagle yep. eye. So if you have, if it's, that's the thing. Like with if you can get your kids involved in the getting ready process and in all this stuff, it's really good experience for them. And it's it's another set of eyes. And you know, kids, they jump at the chance to hold adults accountable. So, you know, it really. She was very proud of herself and we were very proud of her too. Yeah,
0: yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So here's, here's the other thing about the hitch is you want to do something called a pull test.
1: Yes. Okay. Now we're caught up to where I thought we were. (laughs) Jesse, Jesse's going to talk about the pull test. Oh, the pull. So the pull test, it's one of those things you might not think about it because, you know, you get hitched up, everything looks locked in. You think you're good you may not be. So the pull, t- by doing a pull test, what you do is you still have, uh, still have things hooked up. You still have, or I'm sorry, like you still have your chocks in and things so that your rig doesn't actually go anywhere. But once you get hitched up, you want to go ahead and just try to pull your rig a little bit. And if you pull and those chocks stop you, then you know, you're properly hitched up. If you pull and they don't, or, or actually you'll end up your hitch will disconnect, then, you know, and we've heard horror stories and seen YouTube videos of what happens when you forget to do a pull test. And you know, it's not that every time you're not hitched up, but the one time that you're not, it's bad news. It can do a lot of damage to your RV damage to your truck bed. That's the
0: pull test. So, um, into your, you, you can help me out with the interior stuff because the, um, just, yeah. you know, one, one thing that really came to mind, I, I guess, for the interior, as far as counter stuff, this one time when we moved, our slides were in and everything was fine and we pulled to our destination and we go to roll our slides out and something was caught in there and it was like a grapefruit It was or a spaghetti squash. A spaghetti this is, squash. That's
1: why we don't leave our fruit basket on the counter anymore. <laughs> it's because a spaghetti squash rolled out of it and uh, got caught yeah, in between our slide and our and our counter, and there was no way to open the slide because of where the spaghetti squash was. So I had to actually like lay belly down in a really awkward position on the counter and reach all the way into this tiny little crevice between the counter and the edge of the slide and pull this spaghetti squash out. Thankfully it didn't do any damage, but I think it it would have if we would have kept trying to open the slide against it. Yeah, so that yeah, that's why we don't leave the fruit basket on the counter. And I think
0: we had spaghetti squash for dinner that night. Yeah,
1: and then there's other things where, um, so the things that I do leave on the counter, um, I leave the Ninja Foodie on there only because we have this little kind of alcove in our counter where I can tuck it away, and it has it's in a corner. And so, and it's, you know, those things have like those rubber stuff on the bottom so they they don't slide around too bad. So that thing doesn't really shift around. And then we have an Alexa Pure um, water filter. That is iffy because it has moved around a bit. So um, as long as it's not full, I will leave it on the counter because it does have a rubber bottom to like the non-slip, but I, I'm i particular about where I place it and you know there's some stuff that you just you learn at trial and error and what works for some people may not work for other people depending on your rig but uh i tend to put like i'll put a lot of stuff in the sink that to keep it from breaking so you know we used to have like a glass french press we don't have one of those anymore we not because it broke, but <laughs> I was gonna say, broke we, we got a stainless steel one um but uh I would put like the glass French press in the sink and a couple of different things in in the sink and that it just gives them all kind of a little cradle, same thing in the bathroom, moving stuff into the sink. If you can't put it in a, in a cupboard, um, some other tips that we don't use all the time, but other people have given us is, uh, like stuffing towels into your cupboards so that it keeps things from shaking around too much. So especially if it's like a, like a, if you have like a liquor cabinet or something, you might want to put some some towels or something in there. Or you
0: consume all the liquor the night before morning of. Yeah, I mean, that's what we do.
1: Yeah. Um, So we don't have that problem, but yeah. So you you can stuff towels, your towels in there, um, bath towels, dish towels, whatever you have. And uh, then, yeah, we also, we remove our microwave plate, the glass plate in there because it's very heavy. And if it were to swing open, that plate would do a lot of damage. I tend to put a bunch of stuff in the bottom of the shower too, um, I bring all the shampoos and different things, put them in the bottom of the shower instead of up on the shelves. Just Except that for way, last time, yeah, I forgot last time. Um, so yeah, the stuff just kind of slams around, and you might have a little bit of a, a little bit of a gooey mess with shampoo and different things. Um, so yeah, all the, we have some open shelves in our living room that were, they weren't part of the dis- original design of the rig. They were put in after the fact. And so I take all those things, um, and put that, It's you know, picture frames, books, things like that. I put them into storage bins or laundry baskets, put everything in there. And then we store those on the couch while we move. So you just want to take stuff that's up high, move it down lower, put it in some kind of container if you can to just reduce the chance of of it uh, falling and breaking, and uh, then and we just have,
0: making a mess overall. I mean, it, like yeah. a, a book isn't going to fall and break. Well, it's it but might it could it but, could break something else. But it could break something else, but you just don't want stuff, yeah, scattered over the you know. Yeah, and it could it could
1: ruin your books. book, bend up the pages or whatever. But and then you know we have to, I we need to put the baby Yoda Lego thing on our list because we've almost we almost forgot it last time. We have this. Baby Yoda Lego set, one of those like crazy 1500 piece sets that our daughter and you put together. And, uh, so we keep it on, we keep it on the top ledge of one of our slides, but if we forget that, oh my goodness, mm. it would not be good. <laughs> our daughter would kill us. So yeah, we have to, I'm going to actually, I'm going to add it to our list right, right. now.
0: And then something else too um, along those notes of things falling and breaking is uh, the people we bought this rig from made the suggestion of removing the fan blades from the ceiling fan and any of the glass shades covering the lights. Um, I've never done that in here. But not we enough. we have had the glass shades. The glass fall, shades, but we've never removed the fan the blades. Fan blades. They've had, had the experience of them breaking. We also changed the fan blades. Yeah, too. we
1: put a different. Well, we put a different fan in because oh, that's we, right. Different fan. We hated those. They were the heavy glass, like regular glass dome things that go over the lights. I I know there's probably a word for it. It's just not coming to me. Sconce? Um, no. <laughs> I don't know. Better. I don't know. But. Uh, the light fixture just that heavy glass and yeah, they would like shake out of the sockets and Mm -hmm. then be hanging off of the light bulb, which is really scary. (laughs) And then at one, one time it, it came down and it broke the light bulb and fell to the ground. So that wasn't cool either. Yeah. So we don't like that. Yeah. Yeah. So, Oh, and then making really important, you make sure that your fridge and freezer are shut and latched. Some, some of them have locks. Ours does not. So we have to be extra careful because we did have one time where we came in and, um, I think the freezer door was open. So some stuff had slid out of the freezer. Thankfully it was, you know, we tend to stop every hour and a half or two on our rides because our daughter will need to use the bathroom or whatever. And a lot of times we just use the RV bathroom. So that gives us a chance to walk in, check for anything that's gone wrong and we can fix it then and there. And yeah, the one time we walked, walked in and there's all this frozen hamburger and vegetables and everything all over the ground. So we had a
0: hamburger for dinner that night.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's something else. And then, well, yeah. And then we take and we put, um, so our TVs are, are one of them is in a, is on like a mount that you can swivel in and out and then it has a bungee that can go across it to hold it in place so it doesn't shake around too much and then the other one just pulls really easily off the wall the one in our room and we just put that face down on our bed and we do that with our, our computer monitors too we just put them face down on the bed and that tends to keep them secure yeah. keeps anything from getting scratched we put
0: a few things on the bed so it doesn't really yeah slide around. nothing
1: moves around yeah. and
0: and then propane's another big question. Like people say, should you drive a propane on? Should you not?
1: It was suggested to us to to drive with it on, but technically you shouldn't. And but then the RV driving school instructor had said, "Hey, think of it like an ice chest. If if you're driving and you're not going to be driving for days and days, if if that door is staying shut, assuming that you your refrigerator latched, door, assuming assuming and your freezer, assuming you latch them shut, then." Your stuff is going to be fine and stay cold on your journey, mm-hmm. and it can wait till you plug into power and and uh, get it. But yeah, now that we have solar, um, the batteries just keep our they keep our fridge running anyway, so it doesn't yeah. doesn't matter. Yeah. But, so she
0: she's referencing the fact that these refrigerators can run off electric or propane, mm-hmm. and and both yeah. in case power goes out, then the propane yeah, the propane will kick in. Also, the, the tanks, prepping for the tanks, like um, today we're closing our, our gray tanks. We're going to, before we leave in the morning, we'll flush out um, our black tanks and our gray tanks, fill those up with a little bit of water. And even our freshwater tank, we we have about a 100 gallon, I think it is, freshwater tank. Um, mm-hmm. We're not going to fill that up all the way. Um, we may put maybe 30 gallons in if that, um, just yeah, if, to have so. some water in case something happens. Yeah. We some, have water. Yeah.
1: Um, it gives you water to like on the road. If you're it's water to flush the toilet, wash your hands, things like that. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then uh, one thing I do is when we close those tanks up before we leave, I add a few gallons of water into each of the tanks and a good amount of dish soap. So that way, while we're driving, everything sloshes around and kind of cleans the inside of those tanks out. Some people do ice. We've never tried that. But mm. some people will pour ice down there and let the let the ice slosh around and kind of break stuff up off the sides. One thing that I was going to mention is, you know, when we were talking earlier about hitching up and, and all that is uh, once you've done that, you should walk around, do a 360, uh, full walk around, check. Check that all your windows are closed. Check that all your latches are closed. Check that everything is locked up properly. Just check that there's nothing you didn't leave anything weird under the RV. Just check, you know, make sure there's nothing you're going to run over on your way out. Just do it. Do a full check, and we we both do the walk around, and we both walk around a couple of times. Yeah, yeah. sometimes yep. our daughter will do it too, um, but usually by that time she's in the truck with the cats just waiting to go. (laughs) And
0: you know, another tip, I I guess I'll say, um, um, when you're driving with somebody, they are generally your guide. If if you're driving your tow vehicle, um, or even, you know, if if you're in a class A or something, um, with backing up and checking clearances, a lot of times your passenger is going to be the guide. And how do you communicate with that person? We personally bought uh, a set of walkie talkies, just, Mm -hmm. you know, fairly inexpensive ones. And we communicate that way. I've seen people at RV parks yelling at each other. It's like, lady, you were 45 feet away from your driver.
1: Well, and you got those loud diesel engines yeah, yeah. and it, it's, it's like Henry's stop. It, it you ma- know? It's like, yeah. Wow. And it, it makes an already stressful situation even more stressful, but, and like they, you know, they even make like uh, magnets and things that say like, I'm sorry for I'm sorry for the things I said while we were backing up or whatever, you know, cause it Mm does, it gets, uh, it gets frustrating because you're at the end of your trip. You're ready to just like be done, but now you got to deal with backing in. That could be stressful.
0: It can be very stressful, but you know, a a good way to communicate with, um, your co-captain, if you will. Um, um, and that's just the extra set of eyes that that they have around, and to let you know, hey, you're going to hit something, or slow up, or do this, do that. Um, yeah, is is always good. But anyway, that you know, we got to move, so we got to yeah. pack up. Yeah, we're. Moving I got to start tomorrow. tearing this stuff down. We
1: got stuff to stuff to do. We got yep. a checklist to check off. How long's your
0: drive? Three three hours. hours three ish hours, I think. So yeah. it's not
1: too bad. That's you know, we try to keep our We try when we can to keep our trips around the three hour or less mark, give or take. Um, It just keeps things comfortable for everybody to not be in the car all day, not be in the truck all day. But uh, that's just one of our things. That's that. Yeah. So uh, we got to get to it. Hope you all have a good week and drive safe, drive safe.
0: All right. Thank you. Subscribe. Should have said that earlier. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. We'll do it again.
1: Bye. Oh, yes, your happy road is
0: taking me, sunshine is leading me, your happy road is
1: taking me home.